Welcome to the Private Investment Podcast brought to you by Limited Partners Club. We bring together private sector investors to tackle subjects like wealth creation, capital preservation, and legacy. We hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Coburn Shepik here from Limited Partners Club. I hope you're having a fantastic week. In today's meeting, we're going to be talking about commercial real estate asset management. And uh, I'm excited for this because a lot of people look at the deal and the operator, but they're not focused on the, the asset management portion or the, sort of the project management or the business plan management of this side of the business. So I'm excited for this call today. Uh, a few of the topics we're going to be covering, quick introduction to asset management, and then what to look out for when choosing an operator or a sponsor to invest alongside with. Uh, and then at the end here, I want to give an exclusive invite that I'm happy to share about. So let's dive into it. So asset management, trying to get our screen to click here, is again, the, the sort of the, the, the management of the business plan uh, once the deal is closed. So as we know, real estate is not just about purchasing at a great basis and then holding it and, and selling it for, uh, for a profit. There's a lot more to it uh, in between those, those, the two sides of, of the acquisition and the disposition. So the business plan, every, every deal, every asset class, uh, Every project profile is going to have a different business plan. It could be uh, ground up development. It could be rehabbing uh, a multifamily property. It could be uh, buying an unstabilized retail property. So all of these types of, of projects are going to have a different business plan. And asset management is basically over, over asset management, just to back up for a second, can mean many different things, but we're talking about this type of, of asset management and it's the management of these business plans as it relates to the investment. So depending on the business plan, the business is the, the plan is going to have certain key events that need to occur in order to successfully execute the business plan. So put that in terms, if we were doing a ground up development, what would need to happen is many different things, starting with uh, obviously locating the property that's outside of this. But once the acquisition occurs, uh, there needs to be certain key events, which is construction, uh, lease up. Uh, okay, so all these things that need to happen uh, before the property can be stabilized or have the ability to exit or have the ability to uh, permanent financing on it. These are the types of key events that we're talking about. And when we say asset management, it's the overseeing of those key events. Or in the case of a stabilized property, uh, let's just call it a multifamily acquisition. The property is stabilized. It's a class A beautiful asset here in Phoenix where I'm located. And the property needs to be managed. Okay, and this is outside of, of, of traditional property management, and we'll get to that in a, in a second, but it's the internal team uh, and, and, and systems and processes that 
work alongside the property management team. Uh, so property management, again, is typically done by a third party in a lot of cases, uh, in most cases. And in some cases, property management is built in-house. Uh, and this would be on the same in the same team as the, the general partners. They would have sort of a property management department that oversees the day-to-day -day operation. But this is typically done from a third party. And if it is done from a third party, there needs to be management on the general partner side. Uh, typically, this would be uh, the title would be an asset manager uh, that oversees the property management team, whether it's whether it's uh, in-house or uh, a third party. And when it is in-house, this is typically called uh, fully integrated is a, is a term for that, meaning that the property management department is integrated into the general partners uh, team. And this can mean uh, in most cases, in a lot of cases, this is a good thing because people, partners want control, control over the day-to-day -day operations uh, and control over the asset, which is, is in most cases good and it can be, get, can be bad because it, it takes bandwidth. So we have operators that we work with, uh, with uh, at Dovetail where they are vertically integrated and they have tons of hundreds of employees uh, and they are actively managing in-house their properties. And in a lot of cases, this is good if they have the infrastructure uh, and the bandwidth to support that department. So what we're looking for and what's, what's a necessity in this, in the asset management space is, is KPIs, key performance indicators in managing these key events in a, in a, uh, executing them properly in a, in a timely fashion, right? Time, for example, kills deals. So if, if, the asset management portion of the team or the asset manager is doing a poor job at executing these and taking too much time, that'll ultimately kill the deal. So we want to stay on track with KPIs. Uh, and aside from the, the uh, aside from what happens after the acquisition to the exit, being having the, the asset management team oversee these key events and hit certain benchmarks and milestones to reach the, uh, the performance needed in order to have uh, a su successful exit strategy, this, is, this all ties together. So overall asset management, uh, to give a summary here, is the overseeing of the business plans and executing them accordingly. And a lot goes on here, of course. It's, it's, it's based on the project, it's based on the business plan, it's based on managing the day-to-day, the -day, whether it's in-house property management or, or, or uh, third-party property management. It's the overseeing of this entire category. So what's next is, is what to look out for when actually choosing an operator or a sponsor to invest alongside with. And again, it's, it's the deal is what sells uh, the investment but to look deeper, we must look deeper at the operator, the track record, who the, uh, 
and how they're actually managing this asset. So what we want to see when investing alongside with uh, a sponsor or an operator, number one is an audit track record. And we talk about this all the time because this is the most important thing. And that's this is what uh, this is what de-risks the investment because uh, we don't want to invest alongside operators that don't have a track record that whether that means they've never been in this asset class before, they've never been in this market before. Uh, and what we want to look for is a, a, a solid, not uh, on pay, not on not on the back of a napkin track record, but a real audited track record of every deal, how they perform, what the numbers are. And we want to see them uh, in this asset class, in this market, uh, and they've had multiple successful exits. So there's a lot of, of, of newer operators and sponsors, just like in any time, but now specifically, there's uh, a lot of, of new operators that acquired properties, specifically multifamily in the past few years. They, they might have several hundred or a thousand units under management, but they haven't had that many dispositions. They haven't had that many exits yet. And because of the time that we're in and this economy that, that we're in, we're going to see a lot of, of, of distressed sellers, okay, uh, because they have not had a successful track record navigating these types of markets. So out of the track record, uh, top of the line, the most important thing. What's next is dedicated personnel. So within the general partner, uh, within the general partners of the GP team, uh, this could be one person, it could be three people, or it could be a, a large company with a lot of employees that support those partners. But regardless, it doesn't really matter as long as uh, the reason why some companies uh, have more employees is because they're more integrated or vertically integrated, like we just mentioned, uh, in the case of, of managing the construction and managing the property management. Uh, but that doesn't matter. What we want to see here as it relates to asset management is a dedicated person or a dedicated team or department that is focused solely on the, the management of the asset. That's the key events. That's the business plan. That's keeping track of the, 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 the KPIs in order to execute the business plan accordingly and get the property to perform to a point for a successful exit. Uh, and aside from dedicated persons that are responsible for this, we want to see boots on the ground. It's, it's very important, especially in this environment where people think work is so flexible and it is, but you can't, we can't have an operator that's buying uh, assets in, in, in Fort Worth and they're located in, in, in Phoenix and they don't have people on the ground. They think that they can just manage the property management team that's there on site from a Zoom call uh, and fly in once a quarter to check on the property, it doesn't work. We need regular local boots on the ground that can be on site when needed, work face-to-face -face with the property management team and make sure the property and the business plan is running very smoothly. And lastly here is the management team. And this again, uh, in some cases, this is specifically property management team. And in some cases, again, this, this can be in-house integrated into the, into the GP's uh, company, or it can be a third party, which is typical 
but we want to know who the property management team is. Who is the company? What type of assets are they are they currently managing? How many how many units do they have under management? And more units doesn't always mean better because they have to have the bandwidth and the infrastructure to support that. So we're looking at certain metrics uh, and certain assets, comparable assets that they have under management and looking into that team as well, because those are the individuals uh, and the teams that are responsible for actually overseeing the day-to-day -day operation of this asset. So to use uh, a more heavy, heavy operational asset example like multifamily, where there's uh, a lot of turnovers uh, or more turnovers than a, a net lease, for example. Uh, and when there's more, when there's more of, a, of an operation, that means that it's even more important for this property manager to be top of notch. This is responding to leads, following up with phone calls for new tenants, staying on top of work orders, uh, not letting the property get run down and having work orders take too long. So we want to see, uh, we want to dive into that property management team and understand their track record as well. And most importantly, no matter who the property management team is, we have to have the infrastructure on the operator and the sponsor side to be able to oversee and keep that, that management team on track uh, and make sure they're in check. And even the individuals, it comes down to the individuals because a property management company, just like any company, could be great. But the individual that's responsible for a certain task, like following up on, on, on new tenant leads, if it takes... Uh, if it takes a week to get back to a new lead uh, where someone's actually looking to fill our units and we have vacant units, then that is a crack in the system. And so we need, uh, we need the property management company to take care of that person, whether that means additional training or replacement. We need to fill that crack uh, and make sure that, we're, that, that that team is following up in a timely manner, in a professional manner. Uh, so, for example, a way to test this and part of the KPIs would actually be having the asset management team uh, test the, these, these, these systems. So give the, the property management a call, give the front desk a call, understand how long it takes to return that phone call, uh, what the, the process is like of a new lease. Is there any friction? Uh, is this person professional and nice and we want to work with them? So there's, there's various ways to sort of stress test the, the on-site team, which is really the most important team of all because they're actually running the day-to-day -day show. So these are some of the high-level uh, high sort of essentials that we, are, that we need to look for and that you should look for when choosing an operator or a sponsor to, uh, to invest alongside with. I hope this gave you uh, a little bit of insight on, on the asset management subject, uh, what to, uh, gave you some clarity on, on in-house property management versus a vertical, uh, an integrated management team uh, and what, you know, some of the KPIs that should be, that should be implemented and, and sort of stress tested in order to make sure the property is running smoothly. So now I wanna give you a quick, before we wrap this call up, I wanna give uh, a quick introduction and invite 
to Limited Partners Club. We've started this community recently, and the goal of this community is to create a space for like-minded investors, passive investors to come together in the same room, same space, share insights, talk about deals, meet a few great people, learn some things. And so we've created this space. Uh, we'll be doing this regular uh, online meet Zoom meeting every Tuesday. Uh, and we've also planned to do some, some private events later this year. Quarter two, we'll be hopefully planning our first private dinner here in, in Phoenix. Uh, and I want to invite you in. Uh, there is no cost to this. There's no plan to uh, sell anything. We just want to create amazing networks of, of people and hopefully do some deals. So uh, I want to invite you in. We're, we're, we do require everybody to request to join, fill out a short application just so we don't spam the group. Uh, but there is an online community uh, we, where we can interact with our, the, the members uh, and get access to these meetings and some exclusive content and stay notified on, on what's to come on the on the uh, in-person events side. So if you're interested in joining a like-minded group of, of investors that are up to some of the similar things that you are, um, or you want to tap into these networks, I invite you to join. You can go to limitedpartnersclub.com. That's limitedpartnersclub.com. This has been fun. My name is Coburn Shepik. I appreciate your time today joining this call. And again, go to limitedpartnersclub.com to join and stay in the loop for the next uh, call. And hopefully uh, you will uh, join our, our in-person meetings, which are soon to come. And I'm excited for this. Thanks again. I'll see you next time. Cheers.